everybody. Welcome to Quest for Adventure, the only podcast where you get to hear four cool guys have some tabletop fun times. I'm Caleb. I'm Bobby. I'm David. And I'm Spencer. And we're going to be going on a, a wacky adventure later, as we always do. Uh, but before that, Bobby, what did you do this week? Uh, this this week, I actually did watch the Snyder Cut. <laughs> it took all week. <laughs> well, at least he finally made it good, right, Bobby? <laughs> Matt, Matt said it was a good movie, so that should speak to its quality. <laughs> no. What's that movie that only Matt knows and he also loves, and it stars Tim Allen, a.k.a. Tim Dick? Oh, <laughs> uh, Big Trouble? Is that what it's called? Or is Big Trouble the... I think Big Trouble is the Dan Aykroyd one, right? No, That's Tim Allen was trouble. in the film Big Trouble. I think it is Big Trouble. Tim so Allen and Rene Russo. Would you say it's as good as Big Trouble? No. <laughs> oh, no. no if, if you like this movie, you have severe brain problems. <laughs> That's actually on the box. That's why it's digital release only. They couldn't get it off. <laughs> it's maybe the worst movie I've ever seen. Does it have a Surgeon General's warning? Like, <laughs> you were pregnant or maybe it was a carcinogen, yes. 100% Not of people that enjoyed it have now have... They weren't tested previously, but now they have brain damage. <laughs> Four out of five dentists cannot practice dentistry anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Did you watch the original Justice League? Uh, Three years ago, I did. Okay. Do you remember? Are they comparable? Uh, Well, one's about two hours longer. (laughs) Oh, good point. That is a great point. There's like an hour and a half of Uh, (laughs) slow-mo. Because it's Zack Snyder. Uh, There's a scene where the Flash puts a hot dog in his pocket. (laughs) <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you said this is a bad movie <laughs> jared leto has uh cgi joker makeup oh man oh. and uh batman <laughs> says the fuck word because he's very adult <laughs> oh which one <laughs> <laughs> um so that instead of like cgiing henry cavill's mouth because he has a beard they had to cgi they, jared leto's makeup I, to make up for it they, it's literal like the whole face is cgi i don't know what they i don't know what happened it's like jack nicholson's Maybe. face on jared leto i don't know if they did it like from his house or what see he actually did get those tattoos from suicide squad and so now he's oh, CG in every up, yeah. movie right, <laughs> right. Yeah. no makeup can overcome them his forehead just says spam now <laughs> is it paced the same like where it takes him like 90% of the movie just to get Superman, and then it's over in two seconds? Yes. No! Except, except, <laughs> except it's three hours right, until they get Superman? Right. Oh, God. And there's a dream sequence or something. At the end? Oh, yeah, or something. Some go- golden hellscape for 20 minutes. <laughs> like yeah, as, as far as I know, that's, like, the only actual new stuff is the... There's, like, a 20-minute epilogue. They got Joe Manganiello, and they see... I, I want to say... He's got like a mohawk, and I want to say they CGI'd the sides of his head so he didn't actually have to cut his hair. <laughs> That's good. That's just good movie making. It's I like baffling. Everybody in it is like, I'll, I will do this, but I am but not, I'm not sacrificing anything. I will, I will not leave my front porch, sir. <laughs> Unlimited money, please. And then we're doing a thing where we're going to try to watch all the... Uh, Oscar Best Picture nominations before wow. the Oscars. So Just we wash your mouth out, kind of Justice League thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we so far we've watched Promising Young Woman, which is crap, and <laughs> Minari, which is actually pretty good. Uh, if if you saw Parasite, 
last year. Yeah. It's the uh, Korean inclusion. <laughs> Is movie. that the new category? <laughs> I, I think it might be. <laughs> uh, it's not as it's not as good as Parasite, but it's pretty good. They know the demographic. They get they got so many views last time from Parasite. They're just gonna do that every year. Yeah. They're gonna hire that guy who hates uh, Bong Joon Ho on YouTube, and they're gonna <laughs> get him to make a new video. Oh, the guy who was crying because it yeah. was like, why didn't Joker win? <laughs> yeah. Basically. Also, Matt said that was a good movie. Oh, yeah? <laughs> well, to be fair, Joker's okay. That's, no, it's no, no, it isn't. It's not, we're not talking Justice League here. Our standards have been lowered. <laughs> We've been inoculated to bad movies by way of <laughs> Zack Snyder. <laughs> what did you do this week, David? Uh, I played Dragon Quest. Which one is it? 11. I should have, I should have specified. Yes, Dragon Quest 11. It's a good game. It's JRPG to its core. All the enemies are delightful. <laughs> hey, and they really take, well, I guess we stole it from, from Dragon Quest. Every monster is a pun. Yeah. <laughs> it, they didn't used to be like that. But then after we did it. Right. <laughs> after like 2010, they all became puns. It's so weird. <laughs> the, the localization team was like, you know, we the people is on to something. This random RPG maker game. It has like 98 <laughs> downloads. We got to yeah. get in on that. <laughs> this, yeah, That's almost 100 nine, people. This has 98 more downloads than it should solely on these puns. <laughs> Imagine it, if we did that. We applied that same logic to Dragon Quest. You know, I'm, I got beef with RPGmaker.net. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, no. Some major beef going down. We we re- we've been needing some internet drama. We got to get that that boost. <laughs> do we have a theme for this segment? Just really quickly before you dive in, <laughs> we'll do uh, the song from the one at the end of the one. So I put up spell check on RPGMaker.net and it okay. got rejected. It got what? rejected. What? <laughs> oh, no. They but said I'm- it. They said it wasn't good. They said the mapping wasn't good enough to be on RPG Maker. <laughs> how many? How many games? This was the first game that had like a a, a morality system. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's where all the budget for the mapping went. Name one other game where you can choke a drifter to death. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know any. Todd Howard, with all of your grand games like Skyrim and Fallout. Why, why can't we choke a drifter in those? <laughs> yeah. And if I, bet there aren't even, you? I bet there aren't even any Kojima games where you can choke a drifter to death. Not yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's going to hear this podcast. Maybe. Spellcheck <laughs> is the next game in the Stranding universe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I could see that. <laughs> I've invented a new genre. It's called Drifter uh, Strangulation. <laughs> and a, strain, a Strangle-like. <laughs> it's a Strangle-like. Strangle-like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't literally just strangle people the whole time, but everything you're doing can be compared to strangling right. someone pretty yeah, closely. I mean, I mean, some strangle likes don't even have strangling, but you're doing you're some sort of it's uh, the essence action that, that yeah. is then have some sort of morality, deep morality system uh, entangled <laughs> with that action. Wait till you end up as the drifter getting strangled. Oh my oh, god! Yeah, that's a, that's Spoilers, a twist, yeah. Jeez, Louise. It's an MMO, but like. <laughs> Everybody's a drifter. <laughs> and you're trying to get strangled. There's no, you don't want to get strangled. <laughs> oh, you... But sometimes so you there's do. like Yeah, there's like one strangler on every server. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's just standing around role playing the whole game. And like, one guy gets strangled and then they shut down the server. <laughs> just start a new one. 
server's been going for 10 years. No one's ever been strangled. <laughs> well, it's like, it's random. Like, when you start a new account, <laughs> one person can select strangler. So sometimes you just don't. Sometimes you just pick drifter. <laughs> but everyone's worried that somebody is the strangler. Right. right. You're not, you still try to complete the game and go out through your daily life and do the side quests and stuff. But... <laughs> But you, you have you have one extra action that's strangled. <laughs> I was gonna say, what if you, you do it? What if you find out one day, like no one is the strangler at first, and then you finish a quest, and your next quest pops up, and it's just the strangle. word strangle. Yeah, <laughs> it actually like slowly like just takes over your whole uh, HUD. It starts off <laughs> the one you don't play. That becomes the only option. <laughs> So there is one benefit to getting strangled. Depending on your other choices in the game, you could go to Constantine when you die. <laughs> right, right. The obvious middle ground between heaven and hell. It's Constantine. Constantine. <laughs> By the way, you, you, yeah. Spelltech was made right after the film Constantine came out. <laughs> you couldn't tell. So what about uh, Dragon Quest Eleven, Dave? <laughs> it's not as good as that. No, that, that was, that's what, yeah, that's what he was leading up to. Not as good as Spellcheck, which no one can play because it was rejected from RPGMaker.net, our founding enemy. Uh, what did you do this week, Spencer? This week, I... Okay, so everyone's familiar with the concept of a monkey paw wish, right? Nah. So... <laughs> Sorry. Sometime, <laughs> I don't know what that noise was. Um, sometime in summer of 2020, I was awoken in the middle of the night by a disembodied voice that told me that I had one wish, <laughs> and my one wish was to bring back the Crash Bandicoot franchise. Mm. Uh oh. And so last year, the Crash Bandicoot franchise came back, and it oh. it's great. <laughs> Crash Four, maybe the best Crash game, like of the main lines. Very good. David's shaking his head. So on March oh, and 20th, nodding it. <laughs> <laughs> on march 25th crash on the run for ios and android came out um and now that's it, become the future of crash well uh the crash 4 and the remasters before it made it clear that it is a lucrative franchise so it probably <laughs> we got to get microtransactions in there somehow so uh <laughs> i've been playing a lot of crash on the run on my phone um mm. and it's it is made uh, if you guys know the actual answer, you know, already, I want you to think, who is the developer? Like, if it was a mobile developer, who would you choose to keep Crash Bandicoot, you know, true to form? Ang- Angry Birds, guys? Probably that guy who made Flappy Bird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Bobby, uh, your guess? There's got to be a bird involved. We've narrowed that down, at least. Sure. Uh, Niantic. That's a, <laughs> oh, that's yeah, a, okay. That's a name I know. Crash Bandicoot Go. Um, so, King, who you may know from uh, the Saga series of games, like Candy Crush Saga uh. and Soda Saga and Burping My Baby Saga and basically just every other saga. Flood the they, Old Man Saga. They have made their first <laughs> Strangle Drifters Saga. Uh, they have made their very first game that doesn't have the word saga in it and it is Crash on the Run. It's it's just it's temple run, but you're crashed. Mm, yeah, it's I mean, it's it's pretty much it. So like if you're if you're pooping and you don't want to read, um, <laughs> ten out of ten for that specific situation. <laughs> yeah, in that one scenario. Yeah, 
Yeah. Which is always, uh, when I'm always pooping, I don't want to read. You're like, I like Crash Bandicoot, but I want to spend money on it. Double butt, I don't <laughs> want on that money to... right now. <laughs> I, I don't want that money to go toward preserving or bettering the future of the franchise in any meaningful way. Crash on the Run is here for you. <laughs> Do, does it do anything? <laughs> do you just run? Is that it? Is it um, you don't so even jump. You can do all of Crash's signature TM yeah, yeah, moves. Yeah, 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 but like, does it have a story, or do you just go forever? It is the crashiest Crash game ever made. I'm reading materials now when I say oh, that. Oh, I see. Um, it, at the center of the multiverse, Dr. Neo <laughs> Cortex is trying to smash all of the universes together. No, I guess all of sliders. No, it does not say that. Yeah, You're like, like Doc, No, I'm not Dr. reading. Geiger. I'm not reading anymore. I wish okay, I was. Okay, I was to say, that's just from sliders. <laughs> it's just sliders, crash sliders. No, um, basically, it's their excuse to have... It's their excuse to have bad guys from every continuity, every game. Like, mm. um, So basically, you spend what's it's to make who's it's and that takes a certain amount of time so you better put your phone down um <laughs> right. and then once you've done it you run at them and then you fire the what's it's at them and all- was that dingo doll did you just make a dingo doll <laughs> oh what a good game five dollars please <laughs> if you want crash to look like a biker <laughs> yeah. how long to the crash moba <laughs> all the I- crash characters now hold on bigger <laughs> crash smaller crash <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Crash and Bigger Crash. His name is Crunch. Crunch. Uh, that is correct. Cr- Crunch Bundacoot. <laughs> Crunch Bundacoot. <laughs> um, the other thing I did this week is I started listening to Quest for Adventure. Oh, I like How? that podcast. I, Me too. Really? I heard it sucked. Fifty dollars. Quest for Adventure sucked, and then the third so, one was good, and then it sucked after that. <laughs> so the thing about the beginning of Quest for Adventure is that. It is thematically about racism and <laughs> and not in the way that it is particularly racist or that it is particularly anti-racist. <laughs> it's just people say that things are racist pretty consistently. Like, I'm not sure there's an episode in the first 10 where someone doesn't go, hey, that's racist to some arbitrary thing that is, <laughs> that is just nothing. It, it was it's been weird to hear like that we I had forgotten that we didn't do Secret Winners for so long. Like, we were doing... <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, it was like moral of... Yeah. yeah, what's the moral of the story? And they were actually kind of fun. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think not of like what Secret else. Secret Winners. <laughs> not, yeah, it was actually kind of fun. <laughs> oh, and I somehow had a negative amount of knowledge about Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> Man. And a negative amount of awareness of that low amount of knowledge. <laughs> and so I had no desire to fix it. <laughs> like every move, and, and this is not on Bobby, but every time Cyril came up, Bobby played Cyril. Like <laughs> Bobby was playing two player characters because early on it was, all right, what do I want to do here? And then someone would answer me. At a certain point, we cut out the middleman. Like, my turn would start, and Bobby would go, you need to heal somebody. And I would go, all right, I will heal somebody. <laughs> don't forget to use your inspiration. Yeah, I don't <sighs> I don't know if you ever, ever used inspiration on your own. <laughs> I think you might be right. I was I was proud of how frequently I cured wounds. Um, probably just needed to play a cleric. And, and that's the thing. I did it more than zero times is what I'm saying there. I, <laughs> right. Like I remember only trying to like talk to plants and attack things with a rapier. That, that's my memory of things. So every once in a while when I, 
Then in the second episode, I did 15 damage at one point. I don't think I ever did anything like that again. What happened? <laughs> I think I know more about RPG later than I did about D&D then. <laughs> That's what that game was called, D&D then. <laughs> D&D then, RPG later. <laughs> the whole family of uh, tense games, I guess. I don't know. So Quest for Adventure, pretty good. Um, <laughs> 10 out of 10 would listen again. How far are you right now? I am in the live episode, uh, episode eight. Are you not entertained? All right. Um, so you, you, you've already gotten past the the best episode. Situational comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Situational comedy is very. I, I mean it when I say that that's the first like proper episode of Quest for Adventure for multiple reasons. Because the second episode, Caleb is like laying out this this grand story that yeah. we can engage with, and we're just. Literally pooping around our way through it and fail (laughs) monumentally. Um, And then third episode is like, all right, you guys are doing Three's Company, I guess. (laughs) No joke. That's the episode that I listen to to make new episodes. It is. It works so much better. (laughs) Yeah. That format. Caleb, has it it ever worked that well again? (laughs) No, it hasn't. (laughs) Since 2002 or whenever we recorded that. Yeah, when to... we were when we were eleven, right? <laughs> we were eleven. I've been trying to achieve it ever since. <laughs> it's it's because Bobby needs to do more voices. Just really get in there, get a hand on the ball, hurt your voices. Because your moral for the story oh! in that episode was don't do a voice because it'll hurt you, like or something like that. Like you were in pain after it, but it was perfect. So it's a good show. You guys should check it out if you want to. So that's what I did this week, Caleb. What did you do this week? Uh, I don't. I didn't really do anything. But recently, uh, I have played the Dragon Quest mobile game. It was released. Dragon good? Quest Tact. Yeah, Tact, which is a terrible name. <laughs> uh, and it's okay if you treat it like a single player game. It's pretty fun. Uh, but if you treat it like a mobile game, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a. It's like a strategy, like Fire Emblem kind of game, right? Yeah, it is. It's it's if you if you liked the Fire Emblem mobile game, this one is much better. It's it's just a lot more fair. It's a lot. It doesn't want you to like spend money so desperately. You <laughs> how many kind of, slime? How many slime boobies are there? <laughs> oh, and zero. That is actually the best part. I, it's not. It's not just like hot chicks. Sorry, hold on. Let me check face. out. Is the Discord call cutting out? What what Caleb just said didn't make sense on my end. I don't know if we need to <laughs> run that back again. Or... He said he enjoyed it, but there was not slime cleavage. Oh, I know something I did this week that I actually did this week. I tried to play League of Legends. Uh, you try, and, tried to? Yeah, well, I played it, and the way I play games is like the way that people study for SATs, <laughs> which means that I didn't play it much and I studied it a lot. And then I sat down to play it, and it turns out it cost $1,800, so I stopped. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> Every character is like $8, and there's 117 of them. Okay. Yeah. So you I have didn't... to pay for every individual character? You can yeah. play to or... unlock some. Like, yeah. there are the starter characters, and you just have to play to unlock them. Yeah, you. I think you get like... I, I think I only got one free, and then you. Have to, I had to play eight games to unlock another character, which is four hours. So I <laughs> play four hours or pay $8 so that I can play the game that they want me to play. But then I just didn't. I, then I just downloaded Dota, which is free. Don't you have to pay for characters in Dota too, or no? You, nope. you do not. Everything's yeah. free. Ooh, the skins except are for not free. that Rick and Morty uh, pack voice. that I, I bought <laughs> or something. <laughs> it's a Rick and Morty Dota. 
Yeah. You haven't played Rick and Morty Dota? <laughs> no, there's something. It wasn't Rick and Morty. It was a Portal, like the Portal announcer pack. I, I love the dumb little announcer packs they have in that game. <laughs> Why would you say Rick and Morty? <laughs> Rick and Morty. There, por- there is a Rick and Morty thing it's, in that it's, game for it's sure. It's either That's... Rick and Morty or Portal or uh, Sliders. Some sort of teleportation-based uh, entertainment. Have you guys played the new Sliders Crash Bandicoot video game for mobile devices? <laughs> I hear it's just an endless runner. You just run until you get to a portal. You just you run until you like sliders. Actually, you can unlock John Reese Davies for five bucks. <laughs> Shut your mouth. But it's always That's a the stunt level doing stunts across, doing flips and stuff. I like the idea that the the backgrounds you're running through are just episodes of season five, <laughs> <laughs> just playing like yeah, on a flat yeah. screen. <laughs> it's like a yeah. It's like a FMV game for the Sega CD. <laughs> and for $30, you can play as the John Reese davies from Exodus. Who's <laughs> got his brain sucked out. <laughs> yeah. He's, He's just, just lumbering sitting motionless, along. like flipping. Well, are you guys ready to play some RPG later? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go! Last we left, uh, another night of restlessness led RJ to travel on his own into the depths of the miasma. Uh, Eno and Felix, after gathering the, gathering the appropriate supplies, are going to attempt to follow RJ. Oh, is uh, that what we decided on? Uh, that is previously, Ed. You want to change your mind? You're going to leave? Let him go? No, I think we have to go after him. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I thought Bobby I, had I'm rolled sure up another. This is the exact character. train of thought. It's like he's he's being kind of pouty, but he is part of the group. <laughs> <laughs> So, RJ, uh, you expect that Eno and Felix uh, may try to follow you. Uh, are you going to try and lose them? No, I'm just, I'm just going. You just, uh, okay. Not thinking about it, just doing. Doing. Just a Justice League all the way to the, the light. I'm taking a four-hour and one-minute trip to the light beam. <laughs> <laughs> How much of that is a vision of a future that hopefully is avoided? I don't know, but all of it is in slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you you dip down into the miasma, RJ, uh, and you you stand. You look around and you see that there is nothing but green, uh, and the cliff face behind you. I assume Wait, does, does the green the green is the miasma is the miasma? Yeah, the 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 earth beneath you uh, appears to be sand. You can see that it must be the same spot where Twix and Schwitzel eventually uh, first fell, or one of them first fell. You can see that the, the bare sand is underneath the green stained sand has been moved around. There's a gnome shape indentation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he wrote his name in the sand next to it. And the words, this is where I initially fell from the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm either Twixel or Schwixel. I don't remember. Listen to episode 51 <laughs> to find out. I think Twixel fell. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, and Felix wrote that next to it. <laughs> what do? You, uh, what is your plan? I assume you're going to continue to walk, right? Not no think, just do, right, RJ? Yeah, just like uh, Mr. Zacky Snyder himself. Don't think <laughs> about it. Okay, Eno and Felix, are you going to? You you are essentially able to catch up to him. Uh, he's not, he's moving at a, a 
an astonishingly slow motion. (laughs) Yeah, but he looks great. (laughs) Yeah, as as great as a man with like two hours of sleep can. Uh, are you going to try and catch up to him and join up with him and talk to him? Or are you going to try to hang back and let him have his space? So I'm going to get on all fours and run like a rabid beast after him. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. Nah, I'm just going to, whatever Eno wants to do. <laughs> <laughs> you can see him like start to crouch down and he's like, nah. He's just frothing at the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they would, as needed... Like, keep it a light jog, but mostly just seeing what he does and trying to stay close enough to him that they're not going to get super separated in the miasma, as tough as that is. I I assume they would try to get, like, your fox spirit out, Felix, to have something less than reckless abandon going on, but I don't know. It would be tough to follow him in all this. Let me see if I can summon the little guy. 16! Alright, with a 16 you are able to, and he does appear. Well rested, for once. Oh, thank God. <laughs> is he pre or post showered? Oh, he's he's uh, fixing his bow tie in a mirror. He snaps his fingers. The mirror disappears. Hey, hey my bu- man, Felix. Hey, bud. Hey, uh, bud. Can... Hey, bud. <laughs> hey, my buddy. He's my buddy right there. Oh, man. Hey, guys. He's shorter than me, right? Uh, Yeah, he's about a foot tall. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to give him a noogie. Uh-oh. Hey, back off. <laughs> I can bully him. Uh-oh. Got, All right, fine, fine. See, fix the gel on his hair. Sorry, sorry about that. I just, okay. I was just, just going to see you. Just going to see you. Can you help my buddy RJ out? I think he's going through a lot. <laughs> Would you have in mind? Uh, give him a little pet talk. Give him a little <laughs> fireball. You <laughs> uh, know, you see that the he Felix appears to be talking to this uh, flaming fox, but you do not hear a voice coming out of it. Did Eno and uh, Felix experience the events of the last session? Uh, you experienced RJ waking up and then accusing you of taking the book and then finding the book in your shell. Okay, gotcha. So there wouldn't be any part of him that's like, oh no, voice stuff happening again. Like this is, you know. Right. Okay. He, I, I feel like Eno would just like watch. <laughs> like wouldn't say much. Maybe just arms folded, just kind of checking out the situation. Okay. Trying to pick up what he can. Right. And just back and forth, hey, buddy, hey, buddy, just over <laughs> and over again. <laughs> he lets you know, Felix, that you are the only one that can hear his voice. Can you attune to other people? Or is that something that has everybody just thought I was crazy for my entire life? Mr. Fox <laughs> <Spirit>. <laughs> uh, it's the second one. I don't know how to break it to you. It's the second one. Uh, well, <laughs> run at him like a rabid beast and scare him. <laughs> <laughs> no nah, just uh you can stick with us and then if something crazy happens you can follow him or something if he tries to do anything crazy like get away from us all right he gives you a wink he can do that you you do see rj disappear into the miasma i assume you're going to quickly follow him right to try not to lose him yeah okay um and you do recall and, and you see that the fire spirit as it approaches the miasma it, it appears to disappear in maybe a five foot area around him <laughs> uh would you like to give me a dexterity check you're gonna try and sneak uh, and follow rj or just you keep your distance need to sneak? i don't really care if he hears us or not we just want to keep up with him okay. is there a, a way for us to I, I know all bets are off in the miasma but a way for us to like get past him like 
I don't know, on an overlook where we can see him a little better and get ahead of him somehow. The the way the layout is now, you are on essentially a plateau. You're on the same section where the garden will be placed, which is separate from the top hat. Uh, so there's no way for you to get like a high ground and then to go down somewhere else. But you could go into the miasma uh, and attempt to get ahead of him, move the same direction, either either by losing sight of him and trying to just get ahead of him or by running past him and getting ahead of him. Mm, yeah, it sounds super risky. I, yeah. I guess they would just try and keep pace a little bit. Maybe not even try and catch up to him. Just, you know, keep an eye on him and keep moving. So then RJ... As you go down, you, you do hear them climbing after you. Uh, are you, you going to try to lose them or no? No, I'm just, uh, I'm still going, no thinking. All right. Then, then you guys are able to keep up with them. You're able to keep him within sight. You travel eastward for maybe 10 minutes. Not, not an incredible amount of time. And RJ, you, you come upon this hatch in the ground, uh, like a door similar to the one you saw at RoboHome. Can I open it by myself? It does appear that unlike the RoboHome one, it is open. So you are able to shift the stone on your own. I would like to do so. Okay. When you do, you do feel uh, a rush of cold air, but not like RoboHome. In this case, it appears to be just the cool air from uh, similar to a cellar, like a cellar would have. And you you smell uh, sort of a musty smell. Can I see anything? Uh, no, it doesn't appear to be very well lit, especially with the miasma. When, when you open it, you see that the, the miasma that is around you starts to very, very slowly billow into it. It appears like it was previously empty of miasma. And Felix and, you know, you see RJ doing this as well. You were able to keep him in sight. Well, let's go. Let's yeah. follow him. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Eno, uh, Eno would call out to him since it, he's doing something that now could be pretty dangerous. So he's calling out, RJ, hey, wait. No, don't do that. Stop. <laughs> I was, uh, Felix would be like, hey, nice, fine, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're hearing conflicted messages from behind you, RJ. <laughs> we Wait, love you. Please go. come home. Go, go. Don't go. Go. Hey, go and don't. Don't and yes. I'm coming to check it out. <laughs> oh, go sh- and I'm coming. Oh, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> we just, just want to be your friends, RJ. It's not what safe out here, dude. What doing here? I pointed Eno. Uh, he just likes literature. I mean, uh, he, he's your friend too. <laughs> you got any of them books? Oh God! <laughs> uh, now I remember why I left. <laughs> this really reaffirms what I thought in the previous episode. All right, I conjure the book to my hand. Oh no! Is this what you want? No! I shove it at him because it wants you. <laughs> what? And it kind of like I assume clatters off of you know he doesn't try to grab it. <laughs> hits him in the hits face. The ground. I mean, look, it's obviously marked you or something. You might as well take it, Eno. <laughs> these, these guys seem like they have the best for, best uh, in mind for you, Eno. Says Gazoo uh, Eno. <laughs> uh, so Eno's going to take some of the canvas that he has out of one of the little bandoliers that he has strapped to himself and kind of pick it up like you would pick up dog poop, I guess, and <laughs> okay. just kind of holding it at arm's length. Uh-huh. He's like, RJ, I, I don't want this. It's kind of your thing, basically. <laughs> now, I already, I'm already kind of working on a thing, and he just uh, motions to the detritus that's covering his whole body. <laughs> <laughs> well, then why did it appear in your shell? I don't know. I, I thought you would know. Uh, Eno, or actually, uh, a uh, big pause logo appears on the screen for everyone at home. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pause sound. Uh, Spencer, would you like to talk about? So we we found the Temple of Osarion, which was one of your pursuits. Would you like to talk about your new pursuit and the reward you received from uh, resolving a pursuit? Um, it's called Steal RJ's Book. <laughs> it's called RJ now. <laughs> I am still thinking about a good pursuit. I have not added okay. another one yet to replace my anecdotal. But Caleb and I worked together and Caleb presented me stuff. And we kind of fleshed out finding the library of Osari and what that could do for Eno. Um, and so kind of based on that episode in some ways, the option that I ended up going with if well, actually i'll just read it um once per short rest when an ally you touch would lose an endurance die instead an object on your person is destroyed completely idea would be like with this just random crap that he has you know anytime rj who is his dear friend um would lose an endurance die from you know some of the moves that he has instead <laughs> a piece of rope would explode or you know that and i assume the way that would play out is that it would gain sentience first and then die. <laughs> that's that's, that's really, how it works in my head. Really rub it in RJ's face. <laughs> <laughs> Got a bag full well, of berets here. Just to have that Osarian flavor to it, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Life has no meaning. Did Did you write down the partial or did you change it, Spencer? Um, I only have the full success. I did not change it. If you have that up, I can I can find our message, but I don't have it up okay. right right I, now. I think I I think the so the success was uh it was your choice what gets destroyed, but it has to be on you. And then the partial is I get to pick what it is, and it can be on the person, the other person okay. that takes the endurance. Okay. Uh, so the whole book can explode? Could be. Okay, we can resume now. Boo boo. <laughs> All right, what were we doing? Uh, what, I think we were talking happened? about the book, and I was offering it back to you because I don't, I don't need it. I don't yeah, want I don't, it. I don't want you to have it either, you know? That's why I'm leaving. Well, maybe, maybe we can figure it out, you know? And, and here's the thing. You being self-destructive doesn't fix anything. You being dead with the book doesn't help, and that's kind of what you're working on right now. Hey, way to be condescending, jerk. <laughs> Whose side are you on? What are you... <laughs> he's, a, he's just an agent of chaos. <laughs> I tilt my head and go like an OU at Felix. <laughs> you guys better hurry. He's, he's good for like one more hour, and then he's going to lose his mind. <laughs> Listen, you don't you don't have to like me, but I think we're gonna figure this out faster together than we would apart. I don't not like you, you know. I just don't want you to die. Thanks. Cause that's what happened to my family. Uh oh, story. <laughs> Hold on. It all happened a long <laughs> to, yeah, to that music. His family being murdered. <laughs> <laughs> the people that kill them like their fists get really big before they hit them <laughs> they turn into big anvils and drop on your family's head <laughs> would you like to elaborate rj in or out of character not out of character do they want me to elaborate in character okay let's let's find out well i mean maybe i misunderstood RJ, but the closest we ever got, like the freakiest moment, is where I chose to pick up the book, and I, so I'm, I'm not gonna do that again. Did other people choose to take the book from you? No, but when I took the book, I went crazy and I killed my family, and well, I'm just, I'm just worried that might happen again, because the book's doing some weird stuff right now. Oh well, if that's all you're worried about, I mean, I and then he like 
bumps into his shell like all of his appendages go into his shell and then you <laughs> and hear from his head hole he's like i'm pretty good actually like i, I don't <laughs> think you could kill me it's the perfect it's the perfect team up i mean I'm, I'm not gonna tell you what to do but you should you should at least know the risks i guess i'll tell you what if you just go super crazy i'm just gonna bonk you once on the noggin and he takes his his uh war hammer and just goes boop and just bonks him on the uh, I need to take damage, and, <laughs> and then runs off with the book. Brains go everywhere. I, I'm gonna pick. <clears throat> I'm gonna pick. The object to destroy is RJ's brain. It's his brain. <laughs> just his brain. <laughs> then I look to Felix. Well, are you all right with this? It's, it's not gonna be me. <laughs> Good point. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> He's just here for the show. We both we both tilt our heads and look at Felix like, oh, you. <laughs> Well, we got about half an hour of good mood left. We uh, <laughs> better make some good time. Yeah, if, if this was good mood, we got to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you do see that there's this door into the cellar. All across... Can I do a smell check? Uh, please. Wait, what'd you say? <laughs> smell check. Oh. Uh, <laughs> can I play the game spell check? <laughs> can I play spell check? <laughs> and then Caleb goes, sure. <laughs> and then we take a 45-minute break to play <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to do this stupid session anyway. Let's play some I got a to strangle a drifter. Yeah, every, everyone get out your drifters. <laughs> I got a 13 on a smell check. You you do smell the, the kinds of smells you expect from a, a cellar, sort of moldy and stale. But you also... Like anything's living down here? Doesn't seem like it. You you do smell what what reminds you of like a mill, a wood mill. Like wood is being processed. Wood home. <laughs> Underground wood This home. shall be known as wood home. <laughs> <laughs> Can we see in there? Uh, unfortunately, it, it, is, it is not well lit, and as the miasma continues to sort of slowly trickle into it... We, we gotta go in. Get your little fire fart guy. <laughs> <laughs> Felix is extremely offended. <laughs> After trying to make peace... With funny jokes, and then he calls him a fire fart guy. <laughs> After trying to make hey, peace I'm pretty, by... sure, I'm pretty sure Felix just stood there and watched us argue. <laughs> While trying to get I... jabs in at anyone that he could get a hit in on. He can deal it out, but he can't break... take it. Did it not oh, break he the did, He's the icebreaker, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for no, your service, Felix. Like, sorry, sorry. What's his name? Mozilla, right? <laughs> I think so. Yes. Might as well be. That's a good name, y'all. Like that, That's not even a joke. That's just a good name. <laughs> For a Firefox, get out of here. Uh, you do see that, uh, RJ, you see that the in about a five-foot radius uh, around the Firefox, around the Mozilla, it seems to clear out the miasma. We see anything on the walls. Can we get him to do like a, like a perimeter sweep around yeah. the walls of the cave? We can go down. Cave? Oh, yeah, we can... yeah, you want, you want to send him at first? Yeah. Okay. Uh, when you do see him, send him in, you do see that there is writing along the uh we'll call it the ceiling of the cellar there's sort of this long entrance down into the cellar is it bungled demon writing it is you you recognize exactly as that same kind of writing uh, would you like to give me an, an in check for reading it no i wouldn't all right well it's gibberish <laughs> it's an eight <laughs> let me let me see if i can read it with the oh can i see if spirit mozilla knows what it is no, let, let's just say from from this point, he'll, his roles will be just be your roles, essentially. So if you want him to read it, it'll be the same as your role, if that's okay. all right. 14? Let's say with a 14, you are able to piece together pieces of it from, you know, what you recognize from the other wall. 
you aren't able to translate it exactly, but you kind of recognize it has something to do with a curse, and you recognize the name Ramamool. Do you know anything about that, RJ? That's like a metal band, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you recognize the name Ramstein. It's a bargy Ramamool. Hold on. Let me use uh, correlated contents. Okay. 21. Oh, man. Okay, with a 21, you do recognize Ramamool. Uh, he is, in fact, the uh, he is the founding enemy of Osarion, oh <laughs> essentially. Is he, is he the almighty lemon? <laughs> yeah, the equivalent, <laughs> That's yes. the almighty lemon! <laughs> He's sort of the, the counterpart to Osarion, though beyond that, you, you're not quite sure. So he is actually uh, like an enemy of Osarion, though. It would seem so. Do we know if do we know if he can bring inanimate objects to life? Uh, it's unclear. He brings them to death. Yeah. What, oh! Basically, whatever whatever you are able to glean from Osarion, you'd have to make assumptions about Ramamul, but you do recognize Ramamul as being uh, an opposite to Osarion. So when we were searching Robo Home, did we find like any evidence of Osarion having been there recently, or did it seem like he was long gone? You. It would seem like he was long gone, although. It's not exactly clear what sort of form he might take if he, well, if he's even he's real a at bird. all. He's he's a giant bird. I know this. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's like a little sour or something. <laughs> a little lion sour. Okay. Uh, is there anything else in the room? It, it appears that uh, that is written all across the entryway, over and over. Whatever whatever that might say. Well, do we check it out? Uh. Sure. Yeah, this this crew isn't getting any more cursed, I don't think. So <laughs> might as well. Uh, you're gonna send. Everybody in... knows you can only get cursed once. Yeah, a double curse. It just it's just like the same curse. You either cursed. Well, or it not. cancels out. Actually, you're not cursed at all. <laughs> right. Those two curses have to deal with each other. Sure. Uh, do you want to send in Mozilla then Eno? <laughs> nah, Eno first. Okay. <laughs> Eno in the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then several minutes later, we'll send in Mozilla. <laughs> To get the body. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, if we want to, do we want, we'll send him Mozilla first and he can light the way and then I'll, I'll hit up the rear and I'll conjure a flame in my hand and then I can light up behind somebody in case somebody tries to sneak up. Yeah, on I'm, I'm going to light a torch from the stuff that I have. Okay. Oh, I'm going to go through my bag and oh, I forgot torches, but I do have beef jerky. <laughs> I'll light the, I'll light the beef jerky. Is it a Slim Jim? <laughs> I'll, I'll hold I'll hold the beef jerky out to uh, Mozilla so we can light it. For <laughs> light me. the beef jerky. You, you, it, it it does light in an unnatural way and makes a delicious smell. Spirit jerky. All right, just a second so it doesn't scorch. I'm gonna shake it out and then take a bite. <laughs> how is it? It's it's a little worse. You didn't realize how much beef jerky is just fat, just warm fat. Uh. uh you know, Roll a you... constitution saving throw. <laughs> <laughs> Snap into the Slim Jim. Uh, you know, when you light the torch, uh, you also see that the it appears the normal fire itself will also clear out uh, miasma. Cool. Have we really made it this far without trying that? Uh, correct. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Correct. <laughs> yeah. We just immediately, our first source of fire, we were like, yes, magic does this. <laughs> I hold out my hand and hope someone will hand me a torch. <laughs> I conjure a flame and try to hand it to him. Eno gives him a high five. <laughs> I put my beef jerky in the flame. Not too much. <laughs> <laughs> That's not eating beef uh, jerky anymore, son. 
it burns the beef jerky, I think. It does, I do conjure a flame, but it does incinerate the beef jerky with a partial success, I think. All right, your rations are gone, RJ. I shut my bag. <laughs> of, of <laughs> flaming beef jerky. <laughs> a pretty nice backpack you got there, RJ. <laughs> are you heading any now? Yes, uh, but first he does hand RJ the torch he currently has to climb down, and then once he gets down there, he's going to start to fumble in the dark to light another torch for himself. Okay. Uh, give me a... Thanks, thanks Eno. Uh, do you want to try and do you want to try and sneak in thanks Eno. (laughs) (laughs) i um i don't think he would you don't right he's okay he's got he's got the adventure like he's not like cannonballing in or anything but i don't think he would be deliberately like trying to be super quiet okay you are you you are able to make it down into the cellar Uh, when you enter you see uh what appears to be a reflection a wall a face of a wall almost immediately once you enter the cellar uh, there are two lanes you can take to the left and right, but in the center is this enormous wall that appears to be uh, mirror-like. You can't quite make it out because uh, there's not much light in there, but you you see the flame, reflection of the flame in the wall. Okay. I'm going to not fully approach it or anything, but, you know, fan out a little bit so I can give these guys enough space to get down here too before I go okay. any deeper. Yeah, and it, it, is, it is quite roomy in this this area. I think we're good. Do you want me to send uh, Mozilla down one path and us go down the other? Maybe we send him down one path and then we go home. <laughs> right. <laughs> RJ's probably, it's been 30 minutes, I think. <laughs> so, yeah, it's up. It's time for a nap. Probably sleepy. No, I, maybe we I'm send stomping him... down the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> Just breaking each rung. <laughs> <laughs> on purpose, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I come down. Okay. RJ, then Felix. Yeah. At the rear. Okay. Uh, when you nice. enter the room, the the flame, five dollars. The flame uh, lights this small space, and you see that it is in fact a mirror. But etched in it, and it's sort of this gold color, uh, is a mural. Um, and on this mural, the bottom of it, it depicts many horned creatures. Um, at sort of the base of this mural, uh, that appear to be writhing in pain. Uh, you see that there are light beams stretching from the horned figures up to the center of the mural, where there is a fox-like creature floating. I, got, I put my fox helmet, my fox skull helmet on. <laughs> <laughs> so which of you turns on Felix first is the question. I think we both could, yeah. I just turned on Eno, so I think it's Eno's turn. <laughs> You've got kind of a cooldown timer on <laughs> Betrayal, <Right>. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll roll to attack. <laughs> I'll roll to dodge. <laughs> oh, man, we're really going through the motions on this Betrayal. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've we've been here before. Felix, are you you feeling okay? Feeling like you need to get hit in the head with a warhammer? <laughs> no, I, I'm just wanting to learn some stuff about fox people. He sounds really evil, you know. You should probably kill him. Hina <laughs> <laughs> goes boop with his hammer. His brain explodes. <laughs> I mean, let's check it out. All right, so there are, there are two lanes, uh, left and right. Can I do a smell check? Uh, yes. Thirteen. R- rolling lots of thirteens. <laughs> how, mu- how much uh, singed beef jerky do you smell? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It kind of overpowers. You, yeah, you don't. It doesn't seem like you smell anything different than you did previously. Uh, do you guys close the door b- behind you? Yes. I was I was planning on it so no miasma gets in here. Uh, yeah. So you you are are other than the hot slim jim fat. All right, you're unable to hear <laughs> <laughs> to smell anything. 
that's actually the name of this party like with heroes of the high realm it took a while to get to the party yeah. name and so i just want to jump on this quickly we are hot slim jim fat <laughs> you can see why they sent these guys to Dragonfall. it's like a k-pop band yeah. each of us is a different part of that name oh okay who's hot who's slim jim and who's fat well obviously slim uh, i thought that was like our like our army battalion oh. name uh, oh each of us yeah yeah that's all slim jim <laughs> we're part of the 101st hot slim jim fat <laughs> i mean i'm obviously slim jim yeah and yeah. and felix is is hot obviously yeah. so actually fat. it works right. pretty well except for kind yeah. of fat except for fat. i can i can reimagine you know as a being a fat guy if i have to <laughs> No, and I, you it do. Could be like, you do. No, it, it could be PH. PH. Oh, <laughs> that he has always worn a full-sized uh, wall clock around a chain <laughs> around his neck. No one's brought it up. It's just never been pertinent. But I know it's getting destroyed as soon as someone <laughs> takes damage. You wouldn't. I know what my new anecdotal pursuit is. <laughs> Protecting to kill, my to clock kill the DM before that happens. <laughs> to kill God. <laughs> Anecdotally, I'd like to kill God. I don't have an anecdotal. Can I make mine? Just learn about this. Is it a library? Can I make mine also killing God? Yeah. If you you, do, want to make yours. uh, Let's let's say maybe discover the secret of this mural. Yeah. Okay. Okay. uh, Let's just pick a pick a side. Let's take a side. I'm picking Captain America side. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I I'll be uh, pro registration. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Let's go down the left. So who's okay? So did did we just canonically like RJ's pro life and he, and Felix's pro choice? Like what just happened? I don't remember that movie very well, but I think that is what happened. Yeah, I think, I don't remember it at I think all. Iron Man wanted to like shoot an abortion beam into the sky or something. If I remember correctly. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's correct. Shoot yeah. an abortion beam into the sky. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, every Marvel movie ends with some beam going in the sky. <laughs> yeah. In Civil War, it happened to be an abortion yeah. They didn't beam. know how to tackle the theme of abortion without a big laser beam. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they tried to make it, make it metaphorical, but they just literally could not. They were incapable of it. Yeah, so we're going left. Yeah, let's go left. Like we're left. going left. <laughs> uh, Eno, as you, you peer around the left side, uh, <laughs> it appears that... You see along the wall. Every every day, I feel like this show gets a little weirder. <laughs> <laughs> as you peer, as you peer left, you you see along the walls there are these what seem like drawers made of stone. You would recognize this almost immediately as some sort of crypt, and the the walls are lined with these tombs. Do we check them out? You tell me. I I kind I kind of want to check them out. Did we? Uh, so far, you've peeked around the corner. I I chose that action for you. Can you also choose the <laughs> the next action? Uh, you know, you know, like <laughs> yeah. he put puts a finger up his rump for some reason. <laughs> um, for some reason, you <laughs> know, would say, uh, Felix, this this might get a little weird. We've already seen one fox man skeleton. I I don't know what we're about to see it in here. Are you gonna be okay? You think I can't take it? Wait, we've seen a fox man skeleton. <laughs> I thought was that not clear? <laughs> I'm having trouble remembering what was in a dream and what wasn't. No, um, right? It was a dog man. 
It, it was a yeah. it was a, some sort of beast man. Right. Holy smokes! I didn't know. Where? where? <laughs> Golly gee. <laughs> Batman. It's okay, Arjun. I don't actually care for whatever whatever reason that you decided to hide that. Hide what, my friend? <laughs> you and I are friends. Why would I hide anything? Well, since you didn't hide anything, why don't you go check out one of those drawers to make up for nothing? Okay. <laughs> didn't do nothing wrong. Here I go. Uh, yeah. I open a, a crypt. Okay. When you when you approach them, you see that similarly to the sand. Uh, on the surface, it is covered in a green mist. They do have clear handles. Uh, you want to grab one and try and open it? Yeah, is it heavy? My back's going to hurt. Um, I would like you to roll constitution. Four! <laughs> oh, no. All right, when you, almost as soon as you touch the, the the drawer, Eno and Felix, you see a blue light shoot out of RJ's eyes and mouth very briefly. You are able to, if you choose, withdraw your hand, RJ. <laughs> <laughs> uh do i know what's going do i feel the blue you, you do yeah you, me, you, you feel uh sort of a wave of pain come over you and i'd like you to take damage okay i am gonna withdraw okay good choice chaka chaka i take a endurance die am i close enough to him that i could roll constitution uh you tell me murder some young rope I feel like I, I would be pretty close to him. I just don't know how big this room is, I guess is my question. Yeah, I feel like we would be like right yeah. there, basically. Yeah. Oh, four end. I think so. <laughs> no, not four end. <laughs> uh, that is a partial success to make him not take that damage. So I, so I don't take the damage. Right? You don't, I don't take the damage. but Caleb picks something to be destroyed. Yeah. Uh, all right, on I'll... your person or mine. Yeah, so you feel an intense pain come through you, RJ. Uh, luckily, Eno is there in time. He he places his hand on your shoulder, and you see you feel it disappear from your body. Then you feel it surge back into your body as all of the buttons on all of your clothing pop out of existence. <laughs> <laughs> and, your like pa- and then your pants fall down. I guess. Oh man, what a wiener! <laughs> that's that's just. Well, wait, hold on. <laughs> huh? Wow, what a wiener what a, on this wow, guy! What a wiener! <laughs> What a wiener! <laughs> the, a, 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 a bunch of skeletons pop out of the tombs. Now that's a wiener. <laughs> um, <laughs> Eno says, "You're welcome." <laughs> Please I, get your hand off of me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, I think you you lose that endurance, or you don't lose that endurance die, but you do have to keep rolling, RJ. I take a hit. Okay. I take a hit. Okay. Three and two and. Okay, I'm at two end. What does that mean? Endurance. Oh, okay. You see that the crypt itself also lights up blue, uh, and it begins to slowly open or, or slowly pull outward by itself. Would you? What do you guys want to do? It, it is opening slowly. Do you want to move away from it, further down the um, hall, or back towards the door? I we can like... kind of move towards the entrance. Okay. Yeah, I pull my pants up. <laughs> oh, good choice. Good, good call. Good call. And then who is going to be in front? I'll you be know. in front. All right, RJ, you're in the back, and Eno and Felix are in front of you. Okay. <laughs> the crypt does slowly open. You see in this uh, in this crypt as it as it opens all the way about five feet, uh, sort of this very thin humanoid figure. Uh, it appears that its body is wrapped uh, in what appears to be some sort of leaf, large leaf, uh, like it's mummified. On its head is this mask or this headdress. Covers its both its shoulders and its head, and it appears to be in a, a, the shape of a snake. Uh, the figure is going to sit up, and you see that there are two there are two blue lights 
uh, peering out of its eyes, uh, and it's going to look towards you. I would like to not look at it directly, please. Okay. Yeah, I'll shield my eyes as well. Okay. Eno, you you uh, being the guinea pig? I, I think so, yeah. Eno <laughs> thinks this person looks cool as hell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, as you do look into its eyes, you see that this blue light uh, appears to be moving back and forth between its eyes as opposed to uh, an individual light. It seems like it is going back and forth so fast that it seems like both the eyes are lit. The figure is going to uh, put legs over the tomb, and very slowly you can hear it sort of creaking its body. Uh, it is going to walk towards you, its, its arms somewhat outstretched. Uh, hey, hey, um, oh, this is dumb. They're not going to understand me. Stay, stay right there. Don't come any closer. <laughs> uh, it appears that the, it is either ignoring you or it doesn't understand you. It, it, it continues to walk sort of shambly towards you. It kind of readies up in battle stance with his war hammer. Okay. I don't, I don't want to hit you because there's probably a ridiculous amount of historical significance to you. <laughs> <laughs> he, How far away is he? Um, let's say initially he was ten feet, so he's as far away as as uh, Eno wants him to, to be before he smacks him over the head. What are like the dimensions of this room? Like, how big is it? They're they're fairly tight, maybe three feet across, uh, essentially a long hallway. How, and how tall? Um, taller, maybe eight feet. Uh, I'd like to try and put a black veil force field between me and Eno. Eno can die. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> between Eno and Mummy. Okay, twenty one. All right, you are able to, and it, it does appear that the once the Mummy reaches the veil, he is unable to get through it. You see that he's sort of mindlessly clawing at it. Can uh, we hear things through the veil? I forget. I, I seem to remember we couldn't. Uh, Bobby, you know? Uh, I, I didn't make the book. Let's say no. Not that it was making a ton of noise before. That wasn't the only crypt in this room, right? That was just the one that we happened to touch? Yeah, there may be 20. Go open all the others. I'll I'll keep this guy busy. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I'll get started. <laughs> <We> can... <laughs> Can we go through the veil? Uh, let's say you have to. Let's say, say no, you have, maybe yeah. You'd have to make a new veil essentially. All right, I'm gonna try and warp the veil around the mummy. I'm gonna try to just use fireblade and hit it. Okay, so okay. Once you're uh, all pressed up and ready, I'm going to drop the veil so you can uh, get in a good stab. It doesn't work. It just puffs out. Uh, well, then I don't do that. Well, can I just try again? Sure. Yeah, as long as long as he can hold his veils, you can have as many tries as you want. Seventeen. I got two burning short swords. I'm ready to go. All right. On ga. <laughs> uh, ga. <laughs> okay. Then I drop it. And I run through, and I'll do a give it an old chop. All right. Thirteen. Yep. A, a thirteen. You are able to chop him. Uh, at the same time, he is able to grab your arm, uh, and he is going to try to grab a, a handful of fur as you sort of cut into his chest. He doesn't appear to be phased by the flaming knife in him. Uh, Eno, are you, re- are think- you also ready? Yeah, um, he he will say, so I'm, I'm going to swing, but he will say, do you guys think we need to draw this thing back into the mirror room? Is that anything? And then he's going to swing with his war hammer. <laughs> hammer says no. It's a 13 as well. All right, with a 13, your hammer comes down on his shoulder. It's sort of an unsatisfying swish knocks his arm off onto the ground. The arm does not continue to move, uh, but he continues to hold on to Felix with the other arm. Uh, and Felix, he is going to uh, attempt to pull you towards the headdress. What would you like to do? Can I chop that arm off? 
You can try. 19. All right, with a 19, you are able to fairly easily. You see now, once you've cut his arm off, the flame is taken to his body fairly quickly, uh, and the room begins to fill with the the smoke from his body. Uh, And RJ, you recognize it uh, almost immediately as the smell of tobacco. (gasps) You mean Bataco. (laughs) I'm sorry, I mean (laughs) Bataco. You release the veil and just like inhale as much as you can. <laughs> I do, uh, yeah, I do take a big whiff. All right, and it is sweet in the way that uh, drug addiction can be. <laughs> uh, $50, dare. <laughs> uh, yeah, you recognize that the the leaves that it is wrapped in apparently is... What is it called again? Bataco. Bataco. Okay. And which is put him out. Put him yeah. out. I can use some of it. Come on. <laughs> uh, which, yeah, which is great for RJ in the in the moment, but the small area is starting to fill with smoke. I, I put out definitely put out the flames on my swords, and then I guess we'll try to put out his stomp it. Body. Stomp yeah, it. Yeah, stomp him out with my warhammer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, his, currently, his shoulder is on fire. Uh, Felix was able to put out the arm that he cut off. Uh, his, his shoulder, and then his chest from the first strike. I'm going to try and slam him where he is currently on fire. That's a 17 to hit. Okay, with a 17, you are able to. You said it was his shoulder that's still on fire? Shoulder and his chest. Okay, that'll just hit him in the chest then. Just slam him in the chest with the warhammer. Okay, yeah, you are able to get a good wind up and you slam him right in the, right in the center of the chest where the blade was and where the flame is. Uh, it does put out his chest, uh, and it does also sort of crumple his ribcage on one side uh, and the his upper half essentially collapses on the ground in flames you can start, oh. you can see uh, his uh, shoulders sort of trying to pull itself away uh, i'm gonna try to suffocate the fire okay with black veil 14 i take another uh i'm down to one end okay but <laughs> all right yeah and you are able to easily uh snuff it out uh you see that the creature uh, the the parts that are removed from the headdress don't appear to be moving. Uh, I <laughs> I grab some of that <laughs> when no one's looking and sift through it to see if any of it is usable. It is very very old, but it does seem like it was uh, purposefully dried, uh, not necessarily in the way that you're used to, but it has seemed to make it last longer. Yeah. Okay. So I uh, I shovel as much as I can into my bag. <laughs> okay. With the beef jerky. We're over here fighting <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson from The Mummy, and you're on the ground, like, scooping up old Marlboro Reds. <laughs> uh, you see that the creature is attempting to, with what mobility it has, wriggle its way towards, let's say, Felix. I'm just going to back away. It can't, like, do anything, can it? Uh, it doesn't seem can't like it. Can't even get up? No, it doesn't seem like it. It, it, is, it is slowly making its way towards you, but... Can I try to take the headdress off of it? You could try. Can I do like a dexterity check where I try to just like dash by and kind of just swoop it off? Sure. I think that would be a dexterity. Well, that's a seven. Uh, okay. With a seven, you are going to attempt to grab the headdress without the torso getting at you. As you reach down uh, and place your hand on it, a similar blue light comes from your eyes and mouth. Uh, and I would like Uh-oh. you to roll constitution. That's a nine. Okay. With a nine, uh, I'd like you to take damage. I'm going to grab at him okay. and try uh, to do the same thing I did for RJ. I think uh, you're going to do it once per short rest. Right? Oh, shoot. That's right. Yes, you're right. You're right. All right. Okay. You're at four end. All right. The creature 
it's the blue light that was bouncing back and forth between its eyes. Uh, you see that now there are, in fact, two lights, one in each eye. Uh, the headdress now begins to sort of lift itself off the ground. Uh, and RJ, is you're, you're sort of scooping uh, old, gross mummy parts into your bag, <laughs> you're going to feel a uh, sort of this pain in your chin, like something has struck you. Ow. Uh, what would you like to do? <laughs> I'm scooping. <laughs> right. Then <laughs> uh, I'd like you to take damage. Minor consequence. Yeah. All right. You 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 feel this uh, very unnatural uh, pull on your jaw. You you feel the strike, but it, it's strange that your head does not jerk with it. However, your jaw does. Uh, you feel some uh, sort of a snapping on the left side of your face. But you are able to put a lot of tobacco in your bag. <laughs> <laughs> Felix, uh, you see that the. Headdress with the torso attached is uh, beginning to float, and it is going to face you. Uh, and, and you see that there is sort of this bluish light headed towards your head. Oh, God. Oh, I got a duck. Okay. Give me a dexterity. 13. All right. With a 13, you are able to duck. The blue light, this, this blue shape, crashes into the tomb behind you. The ceiling collapses somewhat on top of you. Not enough to damage you, but you're now covered in rubble. Uh, and then the figure is going to turn to Eno, uh, and you as well see you know the this blue object flying towards you. I'm gonna try and help Felix out of the rubble while Eno's getting attacked. Okay. <laughs> uh, give me either a dexterity or strength, then depending on what you want to do. Uh, they're the same. Okay. S- six. All right, with the six. You just push a boulder off, <laughs> off of, on top of him. The, yeah, the, the rubble falls on top of you, uh, Felix, and one of the rubble is shaped just like RJ. <laughs> All right, you know, the this blue object is still hurling towards you. Um, I'm going to hurdle at it, too. Try and just run at it and tackle it. And okay. can I roll constitution to do that? Uh, yes, sure. It's a 14. Okay, with a 14, you, you launch yourself at the blue light. You are able to press yourself against it, not take damage. Uh, however, it has pressed you against the wall. Felix, there is now an RJ on you, and his left side of his face is starting to swell. I guess I'd get up and then we'd try to pop his jaw back in. <laughs> okay. This is going to hurt, RJ. Uh, I'll do a dex check, I guess, just trying to finesse it back. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a six. It pops <laughs> off in his hands. <laughs> All right, with the, with the six, uh, unfortunately, you are not able to correct it. It seems like uh, Felix may be trying to hurt you, RJ. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll just stick to what I'm good at, and then I'll go uh, try to attack the creature again or the figure. Okay. What are you gonna do? Take my sword and slash at it. Fifteen. All right. With a fifteen, you are able to you you plummet the knife into the chest of the creature, uh, and it again. Uh, Burst into flames. You're going to have to sacrifice some of this to Bataka. <laughs> uh, the creature, seeing that you have stabbed it, is going to turn to you um, and is going to send another one of these blue objects towards you. I got a duck. Okay. 13. All right, with a 13 again, you are able to duck as the blue object smashes into the wall uh, and it is going to, more rubble is going to fall this time on RJ. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the creature seems to have uh, focused on Felix. You're no longer pressed up against the wall. I just want to take this thing out, so I'm going to attack it again with the Warhammer. Okay. Oof, seven. All right, with a seven, uh, unfortunately, you you do miss as your Warhammer lands uh, unsatisfyingly in the sand be- uh, below it. 
Uh, and the creature seeing that you are wide open is going to attempt to uh, float towards you, Eno. Give me a constitution. It's going to eye you in the eyes. It's a 13. All right, with a 13, let's say you are able to endure it. You feel this energy attempting to be pulled out of you. You sort of dropped your knees momentarily, but you are not damaged. Uh, RJ, you are covered in rubble. Uh, I'm going to try and get out. Okay, you're going to roll out of it? You stay safe? You're going to go after the creature? I'm not going after the creature. Okay. Give me a strength or dex. They are the same. <laughs> what are you going to do? That <laughs> uh, doesn't matter. It's an eight. Okay. You are, yeah, unfortunately, you are, you are, let's say you are able to move, remove the rubble from you, but you are still on the ground. Uh, and the creature is going to, again, attempt to, now that you're on your knees, you know, stare you in the eyes. Uh, I duck in my shell. Okay. Do you want to give me a constitution? Sure. Partial success with a 13. A lot of 13s. All right. With the partial success, you are able to hide from the gaze, uh, but it is going to push you over on your back as it tries <gasps> to get to you. Felix, it, it appears the creature uh, is no longer focusing on you. You want me to come help you, RJ? I would like to say that I'm going to take that sentence, the sentence hide from the gaze out of context and make, <laughs> knew, make Caleb look knew that's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> you, need to, you need to put the montage with me doing the Kim and Kyung Evil Band. <laughs> 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 Uh, yeah, some help would be nice. Alright, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna turn in, I'm gonna put one sword up, conjure a fireball, and try to throw it at the creature, and then run while doing that, so it'll be at intelligence. So an 11 for the fireball. Okay. I'm gonna run and try to help, just help RJ out real quick. Okay, with an 11, the, the fireball does fly towards the creature. Uh, it doesn't seem like it does serious damage, though. It, its body is now essentially all on fire, except for the headdress. And an 11 to help RJ. All right, with uh, an 11, you are able to help him up. Are you going to try and fix his jaw or just get him to a... Uh, I, go, go. I think feet. I need to go. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> that was his smoking jaw. We need him out of here. Uh, I, I guess... I'll... Everything hurts, Felix. <laughs> we gotta... I don't know if I can... Don't I... rush on it. It's gonna be worse. Yeah, I don't think it would have helped. I'm not gonna like try to fix it, but we'll we will try to move him down the hall. Okay. Thank you. Uh, deeper into <laughs> deeper into the cellar, or the tomb, or whatever. Underway, underway, underway. Okay. Even if we have to run past the creature. Yeah, you you would have to, although it does seem like it's focusing on. Lee, yeah. you know, yeah. here, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's a good thing I can't understand you guys. I feel like that was weirdly charged. <laughs> it's it like anti-homosexual in some way. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should hide from the gaze. Hide gaze. from the gaze. <laughs> hide from the gaze. Yeah, if we can get to like maybe where the ladder is. <laughs> yeah, All right. I'd like to try. Yeah, uh, both of you give me dexterities. Try and rush past this creature. Eighteen. Eleven. You are both able to make it across, Felix. As you do, you bump the creature, and I'd like you to roll a Constitution. Eighteen. Uh, All right, with an eighteen. This brief interaction you have with them, you feel this energy uh, attempting to be pulled out of you, but you're able to easily shrug it off as you run past him. Uh, the creature is still going to focus on Eno, uh, and, and now it has sort of pressed its snake head into your shell, Eno, and I would uh, like you to roll Constitution. 15. All right, with a 15, you are, all, you are still able to resist it. Your mental fortitude has come through. Uh, what would you like to do? You, you do see that uh, Felix and RJ are running past you, probably bailing on you. So I, the the image I have is this snake like slithering into the head hole. 
I just want to take those big turtle mitts and just like squish the snake that's in the head hole. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess it would be strength. Yeah, I think so. I don't want it to be dex. Uh, that's a 10, so fail. Yeah, unfortunately, you, you press your hands around it, and although it is a snake, it appears that it is made of some sort of metal. You feel that oh. it is hard, this headdress. The creature is going to, being bumped into by Felix, is going to whip around, seeing that there is not able to affect Eno. It's going to attempt to affect Felix. Uh, do you look at it, Felix? No, we're still running towards the <laughs> towards the ladder. Uh, it is going to attempt to tackle you in whatever way it can. You, you you hear it sort of whipping through the air towards you, Felix. I guess I'll try to duck instinctively. Okay, and Ar- we all agree RJ's there as well, right? yeah that's 18 to duck all right okay well with this duck you are able to sort of juke it out as it flies past both of you you know you are now free rj and felix it is zoomed past you hey turn around turn around go the other way (laughs) (laughs) okay so i'll grab rj we'll turn the other way look toward dino uh which way are you heading the way that it's not okay let's say let's say that it has moved uh towards the right lane I want to try to throw a fireball at it real quick. Okay. 16. Okay, with a 16, you are able to throw a fireball. You see that it does crash into the headdress. Uh, the headdress itself is much sturdier than you imagine, but your fireball does crash through uh, a quarter of it. And you see that the figure itself, the, the, the lights in the eyes begin to sputter. It, it attempts to, it seems like it is attempting to float, though it does dip up and down a lot more than it was previously. And it, it doesn't appear to be coming towards you anymore. I want to throw another one at it if I can, if I have time. Yeah, you should be able to. 12. All right, with a 12, you are able to. It doesn't hit it with the same kind of impact as the other one, but it does spin it around as it crashes into the stone wall uh, and the other, the other pieces break off. You see these lights that were once in its eyes float, and they go back into Felix and RJ. And RJ, you no longer feel the pain from your jaw. <laughs> and he, t- he immediately takes a big old puff. <laughs> Damn that! <laughs> Smoking! <laughs> Smoking! <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll like snap my fingers and then light the cigarette. <laughs> he hasn't even lit it yet. He just takes a puff. Of, I just really love cigarettes. I just take a hand. Yeah, I just take a handful of Bataco and. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it seems like the creature is no longer moving. So did I understand correctly that uh, you guys feel better because a ghost went inside you? <laughs> hey, we got our powers back. Okay. Did we Did we heal back up? You did. His minor consequence is gone? It is. And, and you got your... I am no longer at one end. You, know, you now have fi- full missed... end. <laughs> Five, Five end. end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go to the other side. As you peer around the other side, it, it as well seems to be filled with tombs. 20 on this side. Do you want to open one to even them out? I mean, we should probably should just to make sure. <laughs> let's just walk past him. Actually. Let's not. Let's touch one. No, uh, let's just keep going. Yeah. Okay. All right. You you are able to move past them. What order are you in? I'll, I'll lead the way. I'm in the rear. Yeah. Eno's in the middle. Uh, you you are able to walk past these tombs, the the mirrored walls. Do you still have your torches? Yes. Okay. Uh, I probably I probably don't. Okay. There's there's a small light coming from uh, RJ's face, just a tiny red light. <laughs> you you walk in. You just hear hacking and coughing. <laughs> oh, from behind this you. is good. 
<laughs> Never felt better. Just smoking one of the mummy's fingers. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Our, our, sorry, uh, Felix, since you're in the lead, it appears that both of these lanes lead into the same room, this kind of atrium. There are four glass tubes uh, in this room, sort of in each corner. Uh, and in the center is this uh, object that is glowing red. It appears to have these runes that are glowing red on it. Uh, and, and it appears that there is this sconce in the center of it. Can we read any of the runes? Yeah. Uh, yes. So, you, RJ, you, you, in fact, don't even have to uh, take an intelligence chest. You, you, you recognize this immediately as a demon catcher. Generally speaking, the, the, you're, the way you're aware of them is that many, many books describe how they might work or be used. Uh, however, you've never seen one in person, and moreover, the you don't know any, anyone who has, and the, the books that mention them are sort of fall into two categories. Either they are very well-written, but abruptly stop, or they are clearly fictional in nature. Does it seem like this would be something to catch uh, Remington? Could be. G- generally, demon catchers are universal. Uh, you, no- you notice uh, in this one, in the center, there is, in fact, still a dark crystal. However, this one is unique. Most crystals are thin and knife-like. Uh, this one's shaped like a a small Jewish cat. <laughs> uh, most crystals, are, yeah, most crystals are thin and knife-like. Uh, this one, for lack of a better word, is swollen. Its center is rounded, and the typically sharp face is rounded. Um, do I do I do I know anything about dirt crystals? Give me an intelligence check. Eighteen. Uh, yes, with an with an eighteen. Dark crystals generally are kind of understood. Uh, however, their power is very mysterious. Uh, you know that they can be used for incredibly, incredibly powerful spells, though most people don't think of them that way. And uh, they're like fairly rare, right? They're fairly rare. Most people know about them. Few of people have seen them, however. And, and a, a rare person actually knows what they're capable of or how to use them. See, I was, I was thinking like Eno wouldn't think this at all, but the fact that crystals are generally you know razor thin and this one's swollen like has this trap already gone off does it already have a demon in it that's what it seems like do i understand like the mechanics of the demon catcher does the demon go into the crystal uh does it uh, does it seem to it, it would seem to that would theoretically that is how it would work though as far as you're aware it's never been proven yo yo guys i think this this one got a baddie in it <laughs> <laughs> is it a baddie with a fatty <laughs> <laughs> I'm silent. <laughs> Is this demon thick, RJ? <laughs> I mean, the crystal's pretty thick, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. He said it was swollen. <laughs> swole. Totally swole, I believe is how you say it. Uh, um, as you uh, walk into this room, you also see that the four tubes around the object seem like they are similar to the shape that held Lil Sour's blank body. But there's no, there's no harness or anything in them? No, three of them are broken, and one of them, it's empty but unbroken, and no harnesses now. Could we theoretically use this dark crystal to power something, even if it may or may not have a demon inside of it? Unclear how, if, un- unclear why it is swollen. Uh, if it were a dark crystal, you would, you would know how to begin researching that. Maybe it's not, it's not clear exactly what you could do with it, but you know how to be careful with these kind of things. I think we should take it. I don't think it's going to be any more dangerous than having uh, an insane book in the house. <laughs> Probably. I'll, I'll take it. Uh, Eno offers up the bottom compartment of his shell. Like, you want to just throw it in here? 
put that in my butt. The, the safest place. Uh, in his goo in his goo hole. You want to shove that? You want to? <laughs> you want to stuff that right in my goo hole? Uh, so if you want to take this crystal, you you know that the difficult part of the demon trap is getting the runes that surround it correct, and unfortunately, you need to write the runes in sand. And so if if you were to want to take the the crystal, you need to remove. Could disturb it. the. Yeah, you could you could certainly be very careful, but that would be the 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 obvious risk would be removing the runes. Uh, and I again, do not need to be involved in this. I I look at Felix. <laughs> <laughs> well, like a dexterity to write the runes. It, it could be. Well, the the runes essentially are already written. Uh, it's, right. it's, it's not disturb it. Yeah, typically demon catchers allow you to catch the demon and then you would speak to it or do whatever you need to and then release it. Uh, it's very unclear how the crystal would factor into it. Well, it might be a good demon. <laughs> they are usually good. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, I'm sure uh, this one's not super pissed at being left in there forever. Matt Demon, he's right. Well, then we got it out. If we get it out. Get it out on Guff? <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I back up. Now, I back this, up. This guy knows how to win an argument. <laughs> we get it out. <laughs> we get it out on, on Guff. We just will. Could could we RJ? Could you get Felix over there using your veil, or maybe protect the runes with your veil? Uh, yeah, I could. I could uh, use the veil on the floor. Maybe the runes are written on the ground. Is that right? Correct. Uh, yeah, I could veil the ground. Do you want to do that? Yeah, that's fine. I will cast veil for eighteen. All right, you are able to carefully and precisely create a, a shallow dome around the runes, uh, and they seem undisturbed. And so does everything else. I'll try to go get the uh, crystal then, right? Or am I getting the sconce? The crystal. Okay. I'm assuming. Okay, so you're going to try and grab the crystal and not the sconce? Mm. He's trying to trick you! He's trying to trick you! (laughs) So is the crystal floating above the sconce? So so to RJ's knowledge, uh, the demon catcher does not necessarily entail a sconce or a crystal. And the crystal is sitting in the sconce. Right, so probably I take the crystal out, the demon gets out, and the sconce is probably keeping it in. But either way, if it's probably removed, then the whole thing will probably not work, so... Let's just take both to make to be okay, sure. Okay, I'll grab the sconce. Okay, uh, give me a dexterity then. He's got a Raiders of the Lost Ark it. you got to put something of equal weight. <laughs> Eno! <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a really heavy sconce. <laughs> and, and Eno has to stand there with the rest of the <laughs> saga. It's worth it, you go! You gotta, go, you be free. I gotta charge my phone on the go. <laughs> 13. Okay, with a 13, you are able to grab it. Unfortunately, as you pick it up, you, you see that the dark crystal does fall on its side, but it appears that uh, nothing occurs. We did it! Well, that's easy. <laughs> see, this would be the part where someone goes, woof, and then, like, messes with the runes or something, or the boulder rolls down and faces <laughs> us. Yeah. All those things happen. Oh my god! Ah! <laughs> Yet you are able to grab the sconce uh, and pull it away from the runes if you so choose. Yeah, come back across the runes so I don't have yeah. to keep doing this. I will. All right, then I let the veil down once he's done. All right, and you are are again able to uh, let it go carefully, not disturbing the runes. Now we'd like to spike it like a football. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> a, a job well done. And moonwalk across the runes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right. It does appear that this uh, atrium is the end of the the cellar or this tomb. Uh, what would you guys like to do now? Uh, let's let's go back home. 
All right. Yeah. All right. Is that the plan to travel back to the top hat and do some research on this crystal? Let's take yeah. it to Robo Home. <laughs> you want to take? Maybe you, we <laughs> take the founding enemy to the. <laughs> Let's take it to Twixel and Swiftel first, and then. All right. We always got to check with them, even though they never know anything, because they're big dumb morons. <laughs> <laughs> we turn around and they're like, <laughs> they're right here, <laughs> giving us fork eyes. Uh oh. They brought popsicles. <laughs> We're in trouble and now. They, no, they. We turn around and they're holding piss suits and they're crying. <laughs> they're the, just like, I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> it does an iris zoom on Twixel's face. Not again. <laughs> All right. To be continued. guys i can't wait to see what happens next bobby who was your secret winner this week you guys had fun you you had fun period <laughs> uh my secret winner this week is uh jack off in the box <laughs> very <laughs> no secret ex- any elaboration no explanation right. needed right. <laughs> and uh my secret password comes from a screen rants article titled Zack snyder's justice league 10 best quotes from the movie <laughs> Um, my secret password will be number eight. Uh, I will stride across their bones and bask in the glory of anti-life and all of existence shall be mine. <laughs> oh man, that's good. I, could you, I, that really lets me know how good Thanos was. <laughs> I'll just say that. <laughs> uh, I assume the Joker said that. It's dark side. No. Okay. Bobby. It's Joker. <laughs> he'll be wrong. Uh, what about you, David? Who's your secret winner this week? Oh wait, did you, did you have a secret password? That was it. That was it. All right. I guess I'm an idiot. David, what about you? I guess so. (laughs) Oh, wait, Bobby, did you have a secret winner? No. (laughs) Okay. Uh, My secret winner was RJ. He got Pataco. Oh, yeah. That's true. And now all his pursuits at once. At this point, like, it just supersedes his pursuits. Yeah. Get Pataco. Get Pataco. Get Pataco. He just levels up three times instantly. My secret password is, uh, I never prepare these earlier. I, I, I never study for the test. <laughs> Maybe someday I will. Is that your password? <laughs> That's, password. That's his password. <laughs> uh, what about you, Spencer? Who's your secret winner? Uh, my secret winner is Big Tobacco. Okay. Is what What is the staying power of your institution that you can get the best possible advertising from a small podcast that... <laughs> On which no one smokes, as far as I'm aware, but just <laughs> hours spent of talking about how great tobacco is. Yeah. Essentially, the first 30 minutes of every adventure starts with uh, how good, how much we need tobacco. I wish I had a little smoke. <laughs> um, and my secret password is more like anti-wife equation. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my my secret winner this week uh, is actual teamwork, which is maybe the first time this has happened on the podcast in the adventure, where the party actually oh, well, uh, 
on the whole podcast. Communicate. In the, yeah, in the whole podcast. You guys finally worked with me on that whole tobacco bit. <laughs> in all 54 episodes. <laughs> well, three, we finally did three it. we almost got there, but this episode... <laughs> well, basically, I listened to old episodes of Quest for Adventure and went, Mother of God. <laughs> what am I? It I only to took five people. years. Help me! <laughs> Do you feel our pain now? Yes. <laughs> it's bad, y'all. Uh, and my secret password is escape the gaze. <laughs> <laughs> Spell the last word. Uh, G R. Anyway, so what? Uh, <laughs> uh, if you guys want to uh, send us your secret winners, uh, or get a hold of us, or talk to us, whatever, uh, we're on Facebook, on Twitter, we're at Quest for Ad. Our email is thequestforadventure at yahoo.com. We're on Spotify. We're on Anchor. We're in- we're on iTunes. You don't have to use it, though. That's the great thing about the future. We live in the future now. Uh, and then we're on... We live in later. Huh? We live in later. <laughs> RPG, <laughs> RPG later. RPG later. Yeah. And we have a, a Patreon, which uh, this show will always be free. But if you would like to support us and every now and then get some fun, goofy stuff that we put on there, you can you can join us on Patreon. Uh, we're going to be doing, I guess, tonight... Our Attack of the Clones commentary. Man, that's Sean's favorite film. Sean's favorite <laughs> film. Did you guys know that Sean has the entirety of the Attack of the Clones script tattooed on his back? It's true. It's true. <laughs> what is the font size there? <laughs> uh, 65. It's just his back is just like just black ink. You can't even tell. <laughs> yeah. There's no breaks. Yeah, they, they realized like one... 80th of the way through the script that his back was full so they just started back at the top and just did it over the (laughs) it's just a black rectangle they they tell him like sean we we have to stop your body's not gonna take keep going (laughs) your body can't handle it there's like three it's like three inches of raised ink on his back (laughs) he's like a turtle with a big shell yeah of ink just hardened ink yeah calloused ink and flesh <laughs> so yeah now you know how to find sean out in public <laughs> he looks normal till you see him from the side and then <laughs> yeah he'll step out of, all the way out of the alleyway and you'll know it's him <laughs> <laughs> there must be there must be some sort of uh, elongated truck driving really far away behind this guy at the same speed oh no oh there's my like God! <laughs> Uh, I, I, think oh, that's, I think that's what that's all it for this week. Is that all it doing, for Sean? this week? When you see it, does it play like the opening uh, theme for Star Wars? <laughs> As you get close to it, <laughs> he has like he got like, got like flesh extensions, so it's like a cape, so he can tattoo it all on there. <laughs> he has like a wedding train. He keeps it rolled up. It's just his skin. <laughs> a wedding train of ink. Oh gosh. Send us an email, Sean. <laughs> I'm sure he'll text us. No, I don't want a text. Okay. I want an email. <laughs> I want an iTunes review. Yeah, leave Sean. us a review about your back ink. Oh, yeah. Yeah, leave us an iTunes review. Uh, we'll five read stars. it on the podcast. I, I I'll also read emails on the podcast if anyone wants to do yeah. that, Sean. Our typical standard <laughs> is he'll read anything that you write. Power word kill. <laughs> Elgin. Mm. <laughs> I named all our fans. We can end it now. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I think that's it for this week. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We really appreciate it. Bye-bye! Bye-bye!
Yeah, that sounds like David. That's the David I remember. <laughs> I remember when I played Final Fantasy X. He was in it, and he did that. Oh, hi, Titus. Titus. <laughs> Titus. I think that's how they pronounce Titus. it. <laughs> so Tit, I do think is his Titus. It is. It is Titus. But that's Where is really that said? Huh, uh, in like Kingdom Hearts and stuff. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can like change it in ten. Yeah. They wisely chose not to say the word Titus in the actual game. Oh, well, look who it is, old Dickums. Dickums was my father. I'm Dickums Jr. Asman, come on, we have to go. All right, everyone just go ahead and change your names on Roll20. Hide from the gays. This is good podcast. <laughs>